Feldman, it's Cave Crisis! Hello, everybody! It's the comic... I wash myself with a rag on a stick. Thank you. Uh, it's the comic book podcast hosted by me, Henry Gilbert, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, where we talk about comic books, sequential art, and line paper on things and graphic novels. I'm here with a regular old pal of mine. Chris Antista. Hello. Hi. And... Walking Dead's number one fan, Dave. Hey, nice. How's it all going, guys? Um, okay. You've got to turn off that screen. Like I cannot look at that the whole time. <laughs> I am facing it directly. I like, suppose I should put a different background up there. Pick a superhero. <laughs> uh, well, let's put up Wonder Woman because later in the episode, she's going to oh, be nice. this week's superhero spotlight. But and does she have a? Um, God, I forget who that. I don't even know who that references anymore. Who? Goatsy? Goatsy. Is there a Jesus. Wonder Woman Goatsy that. Yeah, that's what I, I'm looking at a car that approximates Goatsy, and it's <laughs> Which pretty hard. Uh, something Mike Grimm put on the production <laughs> computer, and I just mm. never bothered to take it off. It's funny. You know, we should use terms like that more. It makes it seem more professional. Mike Grimm Goatsy? No. <laughs> I couldn't a find Wonder Woman. Production computer. But I did, I did find uh, Zelda. All right, that's fine, too. <laughs> cool. Oh, Make that full on, screen. That's great. That's great. All oh, right. Wow. <laughs> Guys. Look up, <laughs> Zelda Goatsy should be the title of the episode. We're trying to make this one a, a quicker one than mm. usual just because we are busy. Yeah, sorry, guys. But uh, it's, mm. a fun, it's a fun holiday weekend in America <laughs> and Canada, I guess. It mm. was Canada Day last uh, was. two days ago on the first. Mm-hmm. Or t- well, whatever. I still I, smell I the Canada. syrup. Mm-hmm. Ah, Canada Day, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Canada Day, a eh, as they say. <laughs> yeah. uh, who's who's one of your favorite Canadian superheroes? You know, that's oh, the question um, of the week this week. So uh, I didn't even uh, talk uh, about that. And you can't say Wolverine. You can't say Wolverine. No, you can't say Wolverine. Uh, Deadpool. That's a preview, guys. Let's think all about it later. But oh my bad. We'll have our explanations later. But okay, so. Uh, you know, I don't have anything to talk about with regards to newsroom this week, so I suppose <laughs> I suppose we should. Just I didn't read anything. Jump straight into reading things. Well, Chris, and you can just be silent. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, what I I was trying to think back. The the days are just running together for me, mm-hmm. just because like I on Saturday I did a monstrous like room cleanup. Like I I. I God, I sound like a child. I apartment clean up. I cleaned my apartment. I didn't clean my room. Oh, I cleaned my apartment. He cleaned his room. But I really did clean up my apartment like a lot. But uh, that felt good, and I discovered a lot of comic books. I forgot I had. Like what? I forgot I had ordered um, the. What was it? There was definitely a Nova collection I forgot about. A collection of Incorruptible, mm-hmm. which was really good. It also reminded me that I really wanted to read the. Uh, Mark Wade's new he did a series called Empire which was really cool like it was a really cool high concept one that Mark Wade did with a guy he collaborates with a lot named Barry Kitson mm-hmm. and the the concept of Empire was what if Doctor Doom won and then had to what happens when he takes over the world Doom. and it's just him having to deal with like the bullshit of managing the planet <laughs> and yeah. I want to read that it's not comedy though it's him having to deal with like you know his uh, subordinates trying to stab him in the back mm-hmm. of like dealing with money mm-hmm. feeding the people like it's really interesting and now he's doing an online only follow up like it didn't reach an end like mm-hmm. it was meant to be a longer running thing and now he's finally doing it like his Wade is really into digital comics now mm-hmm. so it's a really good one but speaking of Wade I did read uh, his 
final volume of regular Daredevil before mm-hmm. he ships him off to the bay. And that was a very interesting book. I really, really? enjoyed it. Yeah, it was. It's on well, now. Because the new status quo with him was, was really interesting. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I finally got a... Uh, it was weird last week that I had, I kickstarted all these things. That I'm still waiting on like 12 things that mm-hmm. I kickstarted last year. And I got two of them last week. I got the video game Shovel Knight, which oh, nice. is a lot of fun. <coughs> It is like the Dark oh, yeah. Souls. Dark Souls meets Mega Man meets da- DuckTales. Simon's Quest. Which Simon's Quest did you get it for? Uh, the Wii U. Okay. <laughs> That's the way I want to play it. I don't want to play it on a small 3DS screen, and I don't play, I don't play PC games. <laughs> so I, I refused it. But uh, Shovel Knight's a PC game. And the other Kickstart <laughs> thing I got, Kickstarter thing, was uh, Fantagraphics Books, who they are the publishers of... Uh, they. They have the avant-garde, like, indie press of the 80s. They are famous for publishing, like, Love and Rockets, Mouse, and, and uh, 8-Ball, all this classic stuff. Six Scrooge McDuck uh, volumes of Fantagraphic. Yeah. Uh, That's what they publish now. They publish it's really They cool. publish weird new stuff and then the best versions of old stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they're the... And, and that's what I ordered from them. Like, so they last year had a Kickstarter that was saying they went through some problems and they're like we mm-hmm. have we need this much money to stay open but Whoa. basically you're pre-ordering books from us now and we get the money and so mm-hmm. i bought one that was i maybe should have just bought a new book and tried mm-hmm. something else too but instead i bought a collection of the steve ditko archives that are pre-spider-man steve ditko stuff that mm. is basically him drawing for an ec comics ripoff company mm. and it's it's great like spooky stories all drawn in the steve ditko style it's really That's fun bizarre. i would like to see that yeah well you can i'm not lending it to you thanks buddy mm-hmm. uh, just for that i'm not changing the background <laughs> speaking of which at some point i'm going to put up some awesome superhero um good seas iOS backgrounds mm-hmm. and wallpapers that I've collected throughout the years optimized for your That's devices. Speaking of reading things, I keep meaning to do it, but I still haven't. That I'm, I'm going to publish an article on lasertimepodcast.com this week. I mm-hmm. swear. I'm saying it now to make sure I finish it. All right. You're on the hook. That it was, it, um, I had read like four wrestling books in a row. And hmm. I have been talking about how much I love them and how you, like, Brett is learning about uh, pro wrestling history by reading these books. And mm-hmm. they're reminding me of stuff. And so many of them are on Kindle. And, like, it's really? a great thing to read on Kindle because these, like, nonfiction wrestling books are so easy to just read. They're just such mm-hmm. quick, fun reads. Those are, they're also not the most. Um... They're not the coolest things to have on your shelves. No, exactly. No. You don't want people to see. Even, even like I was, I took down my Rick. I didn't sell it. I, I thought about, it, but I didn't. But I am embarrassed to have that Ric Flair a paperback, like the the well worn Ric Flair paperback <laughs> that proves I read it twice. <laughs> I'd rather not have a guest see that. Maybe like, see that you highlighted the uh, mm-hmm. and put notes in the like, margins. You know, I guess would if a date had come over and seen. Mm-hmm. And seeing like a bunch of comic books, yeah, I suppose that is also embarrassing. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, there, but like, there's also some Google <laughs> image results for me that I'm like, boy, I, well, like, I, like, to, I like your Bob Mackie haircut in here. <laughs> yeah, I let my hair get pretty long. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I'm I've kept it shorter than usual. But anyway, 
the Q pick. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do an article of like it's gonna be like the 12 books yeah. to read to learn that will teach you about wrestling history. All of which are on Kindle. But what I'm reading right really? now is the Stan Hansen biography, which Ooh. is really interesting. Mm-hmm. But if you if you decide to read it too, Dave, let me just tell you, skip the first five chapters unless you care about learning how he played junior high school, high school, and then college football, and oh, then where? also. Like in Texas, oh, who cares? That's where that's where they have good football. Stan, Stan Hansen loves I don't Texas. Want your life, <laughs> Stan Hansen. One of my favorite clips of him just going like, "I hate being here in Las Vegas with all these Yankees. I wish I was back in Texas." And when I talk about Texas, I gotta take off my hat and all you and <laughs> like. And as he's saying this, God, he is chewing tobacco and chewing tobacco is just. Spilling out of his mouth. That's he's fucking gross. Stan Hansen's famous for the Lariat. He was called <laughs> Stan the Lariat Hansen, which is technically a clothesline, but is really like trying to take someone's head off. And he <laughs> he taught JBL mm-hmm. the uh, the clothesline from hell. Uh, and he do, JBL doesn't do it as hard as Stan Hansen mm-hmm. did. And you know what? I had gotten a note from Diana recently uh-huh. that sometimes we talk too much about pro wrestling on our non-pro wrestling podcast. This is... <laughs> This and is this is happening. what is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm just going to let it go and pass it to Dave and warn him to not make my I don't know who Stan Hansen is, but his name sounds like, reminds me of Jam Handy. That makes <laughs> me very happy. Jam Handy. Uh, so, well, I was going to bring up the WWE comics, but... <laughs> Were you? No, I, I read one half of one comic from the WWE Superstar series that Nick Foley is yep. uh, writing. Mm-hmm. But since I didn't finish that issue... I will talk about. Uh, I bought the the what is it like the five issue thing of um, trade uh, trade of yeah see sexy criminals of sex uh, yeah. you could have borrowed mine well no uh, I you I, should I, support it mm-hmm. though, if you I wanted to sure. I, I was out doing chores mm-hmm. yesterday and I passed by the comic book shop and I'm like I want to buy something I want to buy something that I don't feel guilty about buying here. Mm. As opposed to buying on Amazon or wherever I else. Do, I try and do that once a month. And it's like, this is the perfect denomination of something. Like, mm. I'll buy this for $10 here. Mm-hmm. It's like $8 on Amazon. I yeah. don't feel like I'm losing yeah. that mm. much money. Whereas if I buy an omnibus yeah, like at a comic You're book flipped. shop, I'm like, I just, yeah. You lost $40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and lost $40. Yeah. No, the pricing on those image things, they, they kind of borrowed it from uh, Vertigo does it too. Yeah. The first volume is ten bucks or less. Like in oh, some cases, eight ninety one. Once they got you hooked, then they now they can jack a. Actually, DC is that's they keep it more. They're better than Marvel about their trade. Uh, yeah, but prices. you'll. I bet you'll pay like more like twelve to fifteen for mm. the second. It's not volume. bad. Yeah, it's, it's not. Bad. Yeah, they're not going to charge yeah. you buy double those on Amazon. Buy got, your introductory trades yeah. on. Uh, I, I mean, if, if they if they have good introductory trades at that rate, I would always buy the introductory trade at mm. this comic book shop, and then, yeah, I wouldn't feel bad about I, that's, That is literally what I do. Yeah, if you want to check out, there's two other really good recent image ones that mm-hmm. are 10 bucks to give it a shot. One is Lazarus, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. I picked up. I, I've talked about it before. How much sex is there in that? Uh, no sex. Okay. 
the, actually, the main character kind of can't have sex or something. And Saga so it's and like Invincible. the anti sex criminal. Saga and Invincible. Just go buy those. No, yeah. Delicious. And also, um, uh, the I other lo- one yeah. I was going to name is out this week called Velvet, which Ooh. is the book by Ed Brubaker I feel and like Steve. We talked about this all last week, didn't we? Nah, maybe a tiny bit. I just mm-hmm. want to say it again because it's out this week, yeah. and also because I read an article about it oh. on. It's uh, it's on. I just want to say pastemagazine.com. They did a whole article uh, called. Uh, you go there, going their own way. Was mm-hmm. the name of it, and it's all about how these hot, the triple A. It's not they're not video games, but they're hot, the these top creators are going indie more and more and more mm-hmm. with Image and how supportive Image is with it, and how they're producing some of the best content of their career by saying no to Marvel and DC. Ah. Mm-hmm. And there's one that just came out called The Wicked and the Divine, which I really want to check out because. It's by the yeah. team that just did the Young Avengers, and mm-hmm. the first issue just came out. I've got to check it out. Fart Don't. Like, <laughs> fart smells like a farm. It's awful. Well, I'm sure we're enjoying it very much. I, I hope it doesn't hit you. I totally hit. Uh, <laughs> Dave? Uh, well, like, no, just picking up that that collection, It like that was attractive because mm-hmm. it was... They've only done six issues or, or something. So like it's not it, that it, many. It's, it's, yeah, and I like I know that I'm not that far behind yeah. on that. Whereas something like Invincible, I know that if I buy this, then I know I've got like twelve. Yeah, twelve so, collections. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, more like twenty. More yeah, like twenty collections. Well, don't think of it like that's a journey that you're taking. It's not a task you want to wrap up. Like it's not a chore, Dave. Look, I, I'm I'm on the dole right now. I need. I a, see. I know our old coworker Tyler Nagati. He was also kind of weird when I would he. I would lend him books, and he liked. He would read them and like them. Mm-hmm. But with Walking Dead, he eventually got sick of it because he was like, I can't wait six months for the next collection. I wanted a complete story. Yeah. I just want to stop now. Well, meanwhile, like, so then from then on, I just gave him books that were already finished. Mm-hmm. And were like eight, eight ones in a row. That was a Chris drop, everybody. Chris <laughs> drop. Uh, but yeah. That's the one thing I will let myself. like the, Because it's like... 130, 140 issues in, or whatever. Mm. And, like, I bought both the omnibuses, mm-hmm. so I'll keep on, keep it on going with that, yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I can't, like, I know Invincible's good, I know, like, all these other comics are good, but I just can't. The saga's not that far along. How many? I think, like, it's on its third trade. Yeah, it's up to, tw- yeah, the, well, yeah, the third trade just came out. Mm-hmm. I think issue 20 has been published. Wow, so... so. Yeah. It just feels like it's been it's a, it's slowly published, yeah. so that's why it's it feels like it's been around for a long time. Yeah, I feel like people didn't even start talking about sex criminals until the trade came out. Yeah, I mean, were yeah. people to, like no, I read the first a lot of sure. well, no, people were talking about, it, but a lot of people wait for the trade. Like it is what yeah. kind of spreads the word because it's a complete thing you can share. And yeah. in, in the case of that book, really spread the word. Mm. Because, yep. Yeah. yeah. But like one way whoop. When was that? That was a uh, sound effect. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, I have sound effects. Uh, is that good? Yeah. I would have uh, preferred the uh, your ex-wife. Your ex-wife's pussy tastes like sweet butter. <laughs> okay. It's true. True. <laughs> God damn, Ben Grimm is a crazy person. <laughs> um, uh, all right, well, let's talk in the news real quickly. Newsroom. Well, I'm just yeah. Newsroom. Can you believe it? No. Um, is there a new sound? Couldn't be longer. Yeah. <laughs> it should be just a little longer. Um, well, the voice, uh, the the performer of the voice of Commissioner Gordon from true. 
from the Batman of our youths is no longer with us. The the best Batman, <laughs> in my opinion. On screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the cartoon? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think so. I'd agree with that. All right. Ah, that's it. Got him. Do it. <laughs> Commissioner! Stay on him. All right. He's not saying enough. Yeah. It's a clip on YouTube, but Commissioner Gordon... No, Commissioner Gordon. He mm-hmm. was great on there. He was he was a like nice stuffy old man, and I feel like his when you heard Commissioner Gordon animated performances since, like mm-hmm. it's the same. It's a, they're all acting in the same way, you know. So uh, then also, oh, I, do, I wanted to. I, I did, what you've been reading, what I intend to read. Uh, Frank Harris posted on my Facebook an article uh, called "The Tasteless History of Calvin Peeing," which is a <laughs> legit. Uh, it's it's comic related. That sounds great. Yeah, it's like where this where the like I actually never knew the panel that this came from, hmm. and it's here it is right here. Um, wow. Yeah, and I feel like I know it, but now I gotta. Yeah, it's like you definitely saw this. He's filling up a water balloon. Oh yeah, he's filling and up a water just balloon. Lower his hands and and it, it it was exactly what I but I didn't know that it came from Florida. That's I've only started the article. I guess we should have assumed it started in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I had one. I had one on my car. I saw them everywhere. Mm-hmm. I hated them so much. I, no, I didn't have Calvin peeing. I had I had him and Hobbs flying in a box. Well, mm-hmm. I definitely bought I bought illegal Calvin and Hobbs merchandise. I didn't know they were. I did too, No, I didn't know either. I, I didn't buy like something that was I'm like wearing, fruit. I am literally wearing one now. But no, I? that was like that was the level of Calvin and Hobbs stuff that I would wear. Where it was like it was something from the cartoon. Like yeah, him in the the. I bought time a stupendous machine. man one. Yeah, or like oh, him awesome. in a time machine or transmogrifier where it's like it's something innocent, not him pissing on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bought one. It was the same expression uh, in Montreal, mm-hmm. and it said so much fucking bullshit. <laughs> Come on. You had to know that that was like, even as a kid, <laughs> no, that I was not. But I somehow at 14 talked my parents into buying it for No, me. but you yourself as a fan who had read no, Kelvin was, Hobbs. I didn't have any concept of money or anything like that. Just knowing that it was not like something you knew that, that Bill Waters Bill wasn't Waterson happy would, about it. Yeah. All I knew was it had Calvin on it and a curse word. I needed it. I needed it. <laughs> well, your one now, I like. I think your current one is funnier. Just New York, New York attitude. attitude. Is such a lame joke. <laughs> you guys have discussed the Clickhole article about Calvin and Hobbes on oh, the show. Yeah. I, I'm surprised they didn't get. They have no one's been arrested for that. Yeah. That does seem like literal. Well, child I think. Court. Man, have we discussed this on on Mike? Well, but what? like that, there's no uh, explicit penetration. There's no like. Nothing is entering anything. That's not true. No, it's not. So they're just bouncing up against one another. You're Pretty saying, much. Yeah, rubbing I, near I, one I another. I take a kid in a Hollywood sound studio and have a giant guy in a tiger suit do those th- Look, same if, things. if though. I were the soulless attorney that was hired on for this case, I would, that's the argument I would make. It's mm. like there's no... It's a parodic thing with no penetration. You're right, yeah. because... Uh, yeah, No, no, it's true. Because yeah. molest- it's not molestation unless you penetrate. Uh, Dave, whoa! You're part I'm of the problem. Saying, I'm you're just, part of the Chris. This what? is like this is like two. Do- it's like two dolls rubbing up against each other. Like that's <laughs> that's the which used to turn me on so much as a young lad pre-internet. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, what was I going to talk about? Jesus Christ! Oh no, I had a I had a situation recently where one of my sources for news. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, now I'm embarrassed. I forgot the guy's name, but let's say. Uh, this guy on Twitter, but, uh, you know who you are on Twitter. Jam hand, but this guy on Twitter had told me a couple times, like, why are you guys getting your news from Bleeding Cool? Those guys are 
like the equivalent of a British tabloid online. They mm-hmm. suck. Like they are just liars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he didn't out reply the guy who runs Bleeding Cool, but the guy he who who runs Bleeding Cool replied to both of us. <laughs> and he was very defensive about well not very he was defensive. I'm not gonna put words in his mouth, I'm not gonna quote him, but he he said like Basically, to paraphrase him, we're not like that. No, we're not. And then they ended up having like this, like Weird. three at reply back and forth with my name. And I was like, I didn't want involved in this at all. <laughs> and like, and it did kind of turn me off to Bleeding Cool a little bit that he was like, what, do you just search every tweet about Bleeding Cool to see if someone's talking shit about your site and then you reply to them? I never noticed anything tabloidy. It's just a... Uh... My point to them was that their their news articles are full of typos. That mm. was my reply to him. I said, hey, I still read your site, but you guys could do something about the number of typos you have. And mm. that's not exactly what I said. I'm not quoting myself there either. But... Mm. Then his reply, I'm just p- making sure, like, in case this turns into something more, that this is not exactly what was said. But <laughs> but anyway, that, like, he didn't reply to me about the typos. Like, I wish that I would have liked to see him address. Of just like, yeah, all of our news posts have, like, three typos in them. I wish we should stop doing that. But <laughs> mm-hmm. we're trying to be fast. Like, mm-hmm. that is why I go to Bleeding Cool. Like, they are very fast. Like, yeah. the Comic Alliance is, is better. Like, sorry. Burn. Yeah. But so I just felt weird getting stuck in this in this Twitter war between these people. <laughs> That's awesome. Though I was also kind of annoyed at the the author because I know I met him one or mm-hmm. I was near him once at uh, it was a Comic Con you and I were both at two Comic Cons ago where we were thinking about going into the Hasbro line and hmm. he was standing there waiting for people to get into the Hasbro I met line. Him. No, we didn't talk to him, but he mm-hmm. was there. Holding up an iPad to film the rush of the Hasbro line when they finally oh, allowed people okay. into it. Wow. Who I was like, this is kind of gross that you're. Yeah, number one, why are you filming with an iPad? And then you look like <laughs> you look like the w- loseriest loser in the world. <laughs> and then second, like, why are you like you're just going to film this human stampede for like a shitty post on your site? What are you saying? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just felt weird getting stuck in that thing, and it made me want to read Bleeding Cool less. Like, uh, this a, is a test. This is a you know some for us to remember as purveyors of a website too. <laughs> maybe don't you know just because if somebody tweets without even at replying, you like yeah, I don't like laser time. They talk about newsroom too much. Don't reply. Uh, like I shouldn't search them out and go like hey, fuck you. I talk about it as much as I need to. Yeah, go make a website. Yeah, yeah, make your own website, dick. That's what I like to say. What did you do today? Mm-hmm. What did you do today? <laughs> they would say, like, well, I helped children cross the street. I'm crossing the <laughs> oh, Son of a bitch. Did you, what did you do? Fart and watch Predator all day? <laughs> you just described everything that happened to me in the last second. Um, <laughs> we need to go to we break. We should take a break, yes. When we come back, there's a superhero spotlight on Wonder Woman. And then Canada Talk. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the break for episode 98 of Cape Crisis. I thank you again for listening to every episode, and I, I'm assuming you listen to every episode, right? Don't you? 
you, you, I, I really hope you do. Uh, but I really appreciate all the listening that you guys do. But if you'd like to support the show more than just with your attention, go to lasertimepodcast.com. On that website, you'll see a link on PayPal on the left side of the screen. You can click on that and just send a little bit of money our way. Consider it a tip. Or there's a, a t-shirt store right below that on the PayPal button. Uh, right under the PayPal button, buy a t-shirt from the t-shirt store. A little bit of money comes our way that way. Or on the right side of the screen, there's a bunch of links to Amazon. Those are suggestions of things you can buy, but you don't have to buy those. Buy anything through that link, and the money, a little bit of money comes our way. No extra charge to you, just a little bit of money. You could buy, you know, comic books, you could buy DVDs, video games, freeze-dried strawberries, socks, all these things I've purchased through that link and the money comes away. Like, think of this. If you're about to buy a game digitally on a PlayStation or Xbox machine, you can buy the money on there. You can buy the money for your account on Amazon. And again, money comes to the site. It really helps us out. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to give us a review. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who's done that. And lastly, it's time for the Hanks Corner Pick of the Week. Well, you know what? Uh, I don't think we talked about it recently. I just read it, and I really, really do enjoy it. It is Velvet. Like, it is a really fun book. Like, it is a spy book that stars Miss Moneypenny, who's actually a totally badass spy. She is probably the only uh, comic book action mainstream action comic book to star a woman over 40 and that's that's really interesting to me and and it's written by ed brubaker drawn by steve epting the team that brought you the death of captain america who did an outstanding job on there on that book this is them returning to the espionage world it is really a lot of fun you should definitely check it out and you can buy it through a link on this week's episode page on lasertimepodcast.com So check that out there. And now back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! Wonder Woman! Alright, you ready? Welcome back! Oh. Hey, everybody. Hi. It's part two of this week's extra short episode of Nine. If it was extra short, we'd stop now. Mm-hmm. We'd stop right now. But, well, so this is a. Uh, the Superhero Spotlight is na- right now! Select your hero! Now I'm gonna. Um, oh, no, wait, we gotta keep that in there. But anyway, yeah, the Superhero Spotlight uh, is Wonder Woman. And this is brought about because there was a news post that uh, kind of grinded my gears just slightly, <gasps> if I may become a social justice warrior for a second. Thank you. Uh, it's Did they just, make Wonder Woman a man? <laughs> no, but... Is so, she pregnant? No, just there's this bit. So a new, a, there's going to be a new creative team on it. Everybody has been really enjoying Brian Azzarello's mm-hmm. run on the title, and it's been really good. Uh, one of the best New 52 books DC does. Uh, but, you know, not a, nobody stays on a book forever. The new uh, team on it is going to be David Finch, who is a really great artist. Like, mm-hmm. he, he just, he's hot off the heels of Forever Evil, that big mm-hmm. crossover. And he's doing it with his wife writing it, his wife, mm-hmm. uh, Meredith Finch. 
and you know, I'm I'm all for an, an A level team. Well, I, I haven't read much that his wife has written, but he is an A level. I, I know for sure he's an A level artist. Mm-hmm. But he, I, I'm all for an A level artist getting on to Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and, and making her more important. Though it's just a uh, David in an interview like made a point to say that he didn't want to call her feminist. It was just a weird thing that mm-hmm. I feel like. If any character is feminist, like mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was invented to be a feminist character. Yeah, was you worried about like, turning people off of the word? Yeah, I think it is just like feminist is a bad word. Like mm-hmm. it's the same with like in and I'm I don't fault the actress who starred in uh, Divergent for mm-hmm. saying like, oh, I'm not a feminist because I like men. Like because this is the thing. <laughs> this is stuff that gets drilled into a lot of women's heads that they're like. That being a feminist means you're annoying and you whine a lot, or that you're. It has so many negative connotations that some women want to say, "Oh, I'm not a feminist. I, I, or I'm not that kind of feminist, mm-hmm. or all that, or all that shit." Like just letting letting a negative stereotype of feminism poison the word. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was lame that like Finch used terms like, "I don't want to say feminist, but a strong character, beautiful but strong." And, and he also, he, he just sounds like he really wants to draw her. Like he's he, he is he's the artist. Like mm-hmm. he's like she's got a great costume and she's got she's got a lot of history. I I'm really very visually attracted to quote Wonder Woman unquote. She just looks great on the page. Mm-hmm. Which that you know he is the artist too. Like uh, meanwhile his wife had a much more you know she had a better way of putting it as a writer. She's like she's a really. She's really a female icon from way back in the 70s when females were stepping up and 70s. taking such powerful roles. Well, I think she's talking the about the show. Like <laughs> the the show which was like it was it was influential in its day, but Linda Evans is pretty. She is, and she's a super liberal too. So. Ew. I just remember, but yeah, so her first appearance, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, like you you balked at the 70s and that's true because her first appearance was in the 40s specifically wonder woman number one in the summer of 1942 and she was created by a feminist like by a dude who specifically wanted to make a female character that was as strong as superman and that could be uh influential to kids the the creator's name is william molten marston I want my middleman to be molten, <laughs> and and he's also famous as the guy who created the polygraph machine. What? Which, what? Yes, he, he invented the polygraph, and he gave Wonder Woman the magic lasso, like which what? got turned into it, the magic lasso. I know the magic lasso, but the truth. if you, yeah. you tell me the same guy who admit, invented the magic lasso invented the polygraph. Yeah, he did. That's he invented insane. It. Though he invented like basically the real world. He version invented it of twice. It. Yes. Yeah. Though Wonder Woman's books were when he wrote them, like super kinky in or like the shit he was sneaking in there is so crazy. Like that her her lasso was eventually turned into, uh, <coughs> you know, making people jet. say the say, making people tell the truth, mm-hmm. but in its original form. You tie someone up and they do what you tell them to do. Oh, nice. I wonder, wonder. <laughs> and then also, like, he created the character <laughs> with his wife, uh, who's, let's see, his, his wife, Elizabeth. Mm. Though the design of Wonder Woman was inspired by Olive Byrne, who lived with the two of them in a polyamorous relationship. Ooh, Jesus, really? Nice. Like, in the early 1940s, he was in a polyamorous relationship with these two, raising a daughter. And when he passed away... Nice. 
a few years later, mm-hmm. like Olive and Elizabeth just lived together. Like they were a couple and raised the kids. Like wow. it's it's just <laughs> so progressive. Like it, for its time, uh, like it's pretty crazy. Uh, the benefits of being a feminist. How about that? <laughs> exactly. They wore their dresses yeah. slightly above their knees, but only slightly. <laughs> they were real classy dudes. Nineteen forty. Well, that's I I like now that I, uh, Wonder Woman's costume when it was first designed was uh. probably very risque, and now that. It her in like this one piece bathing suit like looks kind of old fashioned in some ways like, like half the DC universe yes yeah though yeah. no, I like I kind of liked her redesign in the new Fifty Two of having pants but uh, <laughs> does she have pants now? Eh, sometimes she's drawing pants sometimes. Not. How will they like do that when they do the Justice League movie? I like, I gotta think she'll wear pants. I do not I think oh, man. it's, it's so like it's such an iconic thing where she has like culottes. I think the, the <laughs> yes. star on her chest and her chest are well. It's actually an eagle. Is she it? has stars on her uh, bloomers, but and yeah, an eagle on her chest, and then so, so yeah. Let's have some explanation real quick. Her costume is inspired by America, like it's mm-hmm. a tribute to America, because I believe this one of the storyline reasons this could have been completely changed since then. But whether one of her main boyfriends in the love interest is a man named Steve uh, Steve Trainer. <laughs> who is a man that uh, uh, a World War II pilot that crashed on her island, and that he she came to love America, and so when she made her costume, it was a tribute to America with red, white, and blue uh, as part of it, but also the gold. And then Wonder Woman, her powers levels change a lot, but basically she has unbreakable skin, super de duper strength, mm-hmm. uh, incredible endurance, can move really fast, usually can fly. Has an unbreakable magic lasso that makes you tell the truth, and she has super unbreakable like armbands uh, arm that she uses to reflect mm-hmm. bullets, and she's awesome at that. And she's—it's implied several times that like in a in a pure fight, she would beat Batman. Like she's a better fighter. She's the best yeah, fighter on the Justice League. Yeah, right. Not even without her powers. Like if she was same power oh. level as Batman, she could beat him in a straight fight. Mm-hmm. Batman would cheat to not lo- to not <laughs> lose that fight. But if it was only, like, combat, only mm. martial arts, she would win. Mm. I'd like to see that. But, yeah, Wonder Woman is just really badass. The one problem for her I see in her publication history is just that, mm. like, once the creator was off of it, she's had a lot of people who didn't know how to deal with her, and they made her, like, increasingly weaker. Mm. Like, in the 60s, she lost her powers, just completely lost her powers. She, she was just a secret agent named Diana Prince. Really? Who had no powers. And it was like just a ripoff of like the spy shit that was yeah. so popular in the mid 60s. She only got her costume and powers back, I believe, when the show got so popular. Huh. Like just to tie into the show. It was because, and so, yeah, it just, when you literally depower a character mm-hmm. and like they, they had turned down her powers so much and it's hard not to imagine it was because like in the 60s, mm-hmm. a lot, maybe a lot of writers were not comfortable with writing a very strong woman who could beat up Superman. Maybe I'm mixing this up with someone who had the really same role oh, within the Avengers, but like, was she not like a glorified secretary within the Justice League at some point? On Super like, Friends, she may have been. She yeah. just kind of took messages and stuff, and that's like, or she would just answer the phone, and then and Superman would do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Superman's for you. When they would fight the Legion of Doom, and there were women mm-hmm. on it who were their enemies, then Wonder Woman was the only one who could fight them. Uh. And I really liked Wonder Woman's characterization on the Justice League animated series that was mm. uh, by the 
Bruce Tim and et al. Oh, I should watch that. That she was very interesting. Like they definitely went with her as like she just arrived in the world of men mm-hmm. to bring peace to them, and that she was getting used to them, and that she had like this this kind of fun flirtatious relationship with Batman that was really interesting, uh, and. And also that she, I don't know, like her relationship with the other women on the team, they they played up really well too. She just wasn't like, I'm a girl. Like, how many other women on the team? Hawk Girl. Well, Hawk Girl was the only one on the team at the time, mm-hmm. but when they got into the Unlimited era, there were like twenty girls on the oh. team. Twenty women, not girls. Sorry. Yeah, Hank. Uh, you're on a tirade this episode. If you're looking for, me. if you're looking for a good. A good series mm-hmm. of uh, Wonder Woman books. Like, definitely the Azarella one is a really good place I to start. I don't know of any, yeah. There's also... Gail Simone had a really good run on okay. it. Okay. Uh, Greg Rooka started to have one. He was one of the few where he just, like, tried to make... Bring in... the, the Bring the queer sub, subtext to mm-hmm. the higher level of, like... No, like, she, she grew up on... She, she grew up on an island full of women and only women. Like, so... <laughs> And he started to imply where that would get, where that line of thinking went, and mm. then he wasn't working on the book anymore. <laughs> Though also when he was writing her, he had her he uh, had her commit murder in the book too. Like, really? wow. well, she killed. Well, it was this was in Infinite Crisis. Mm-hmm. There was a character who had an iron grip over Superman's mind. Like mm-hmm. he could make Superman do whatever he wanted, and no one could stop him. Superman had nearly killed Batman with that power mm. under this guy's orders. And the guy was saying, I will make Superman kill somebody again, too. The second you let go of me, I will do it. You'll have to kill me to stop me from doing it. Mm. She goes, okay, snap. <laughs> killed him. <laughs> just like just like uh, Man of Steel. Yep. But Wonder Woman, she's... I, I, I Maybe this sounds hypocritical, mm. but I'm cooler with Wonder Woman killing somebody. Like... Mm. Not that she's killing people all the time, but that she can cross the line. She, yeah. She's a warrior bred. Like, mm-hmm. She's great in Kingdom Come. Like mm-hmm. Kingdom Come makes it very clear the difference between those two. That She's like, no, I'm a warrior. If we're in war, I will kill someone Whoa. to save a life. Superman might want to find another way. Batman would never kill anybody. Mm-hmm. But Wonder Woman doesn't make those distinctions. Yeah, that's, that's cool. So yeah, Free Kingdom come again. Do you guys have any other Wonder Woman thoughts? I do. I'm, I have know nothing about Wonder Woman. Never picked up yeah. a single one of her issues. Gail Simone also has a really great run on her mm-hmm. too, and uh, so does uh, Phil Jimenez, who's a great artist. Did a pretty good Wonder Woman mm-hmm. series too. So, but it's it's surprising how few women have written it. Like Meredith uh, Finch writing it, she's mm-hmm. one of very few to be an ongoing writer for. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, like it's her, and then Gail Simone, who is a badass, like mm-hmm. one of the best writers in super books right now, mm-hmm. and then they're kind of it, like of who were regular wow. Wonder Woman writers. I wonder, like, you wonder, it, uh, I wonder, woman, um, it's in a Wonder Bowl, uh, just like, um, like the Superman comics that I read, there were a few of them where, like, there was one where Superman, uh, like a. Lois Lane died in like childbirth. Mm-hmm. It was like some like what if comic, mm-hmm. but that that like raised the whole like what if Wonder Woman is the only like proper romantic uh, counterpart to Superman because she's the only person who can like uh, deal with like <laughs> yeah burning no. a yeah You're get a in, on child. in the not so good in the not so good. Um, uh, Dark Knight Returns two mm-hmm. book Frank Miller did the sequel to Dark Knight Returns like he he all but says that too the Wonder Woman's like 
me and Superman, like, I'm the only person you can have sex yeah. with. Like, you would you would murder a person. Is that how Kingdom Come? Doesn't that isn't that how it ends? Yeah, they get together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It is spoilers for Kingdom Come, yeah, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, about twenty years old now, we're getting close to it. Oh, yeah. But uh I like I wonder if like with the Justice League film if they'll try to go that direction. Well definitely in the comics, like I Superman and yeah. Wonder Woman are together. Like they've been a yeah. couple for oh, over yeah. a year now. So An I wouldn't item. be surprised. And for all surprised. like the all that went into like making uh Superman and Lois Lane make out in that movie. I forgot who played Lois Lane because she wasn't really Amy much. Adams? Yeah, Amy Adams. Yeah. Academy Award nominee. Mm-hmm. For yeah. the Muppets? Yeah, for the Muppets. Yeah. She had a pretty thankless role in the Muppets of just being like, she sang this song, Me Party. That was a fun song <laughs> that the the second time I saw it, yeah. <laughs> second time I saw it, all I could think about was your masturbation observation of just like, oh yeah, she's <laughs> this is just a euphemism <laughs> song. <laughs> Alright, so that is the and oh, of stall. the stall. S- superhero spotlight. Oh, Clicking. So that's the end of the <laughs> There it is. Yeah. Yes. For the blanket one. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's the end of that one. That was a fun one. Indeed. I, Wonder Woman is... Uh, Fuck, I got high. <laughs> that makes you very interested in Wonder Woman. Being high does does it? Does it? Oh, you son of a bitch! Somebody stoned. Gonna get a complex, guys. Uh, the time has come for last week's question of the week. Yay! And we're not gonna also preview. We're not gonna ask about Canada because I think we already talked about. <laughs> did we, we did a question about Canada before. Though I will say, if you want to read a Canadian comic book mm-hmm. or a comic book that celebrates Canada. Read the Archie Goes to Canada collection what? that's on. It's just, there's oh, these great... I cannot imagine something more boring. One of my favorite things to do at a, <laughs> at a certain age, when I was like 11, uh-huh. was to get an Archie Double Digest mm-hmm. at... Oh, at the yeah. grocery store Me too. Me too. and just read the whole thing and they were garbage. Mm-hmm. They but, were like the same size as like the soap opera. Yeah, yeah our TV guide. And the, so they were so much fun to just read through. They were stupid. But they, <laughs> they were collections of old stuff. They were just yeah. old reprints. And now Archie is <laughs> doing the same thing. On Archie has like eight thousand issues to pour through, <laughs> yeah. and so they've just collected like they just pick a subject and they're like, "Here's everything oh, about yeah. the eighties. Here's the video, video games. Game. The video here's, game one is awesome. Here's video games. Here's Canada. Here's here's uh, them going to the prom. Here's <laughs> all these different ones. Wow. Here's Christmas stories. Here's wow. here's the third volume of Christmas stories. So the question of the week was about last toys? week. I just thought, yeah, it was. What's the if you want to answer it? Yes. What's the first comic book related toy you remember cherishing? I remember having it was probably both Batman and Superman action figures that had like felt um, capes. capes. Yeah, yeah. Those I think were the superpowers. Yeah, you could easily take them on and off. Mm -hmm. They had that weird little like C hook around there. Eventually, lost it forever. That and like. Me and my brother mm. were born. We're Irish twins, so we're oh, like a, a little. Apart? We're a little over a year apart. I'm May '81. He's September '82. Like I had, wow. I, I had super. Wow, what day in September? My brother was yeah. September 28th. Uh, okay, yeah. I am uh, 22 days older. Are you my brother? It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I uh, like I had Superman PJs for like oh, the dude. first my like from like. 
I don't know, six to eight or whatever. Little feeties with a cape? I don't know if they had feeties. Just no, super, I, I, you had I, Superman logo pajamas. I had Superman logo pajamas, <laughs> and my brother had Robin. Logo pajamas? Wow, the older logo brother pajamas. had Robin? No, I'm the older. Oh, oh, yeah. sorry. I got the dates mixed mm-hmm. up. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh... So yeah, that's the extent of toys and our clothes. I had Sp- I had Spider Man pajamas, which made me really identify with yeah, Dean too. Venture. Uh, I was gonna uh, say, is is, yeah. is Hank's Aquaman pajamas a real thing? Well, I bet they exist. Well, I bet there was an <laughs> Aquaman shirt, and then you just wear green underpants. No, that's the way it worked. Like I had a I had a Superman shirt and then blue pants, mm-hmm. and then I had like I well, had so did bare your, feet. Did, did the Robin one have like just green underpants then? Or under- it was no, it was like long john. Like, okay, it was a it was a green shirt and then green like pants, mm-hmm. but they're like span like spandex, I, okay. I guess, or yeah. like yeah. All right, well, cool. <laughs> Uh, so the answer, the first replier to last week's was Aimbot Master, and I really liked all this forum one because a lot of people replied with images of it. Yeah. Uh, so first he says, "Does TMNT count?" You should really go to the forum page because you'll see a lot of pictures of them, and a lot of them, like Aimbot Masters, were from uh, McDonald's toys. Yeah, me too. And his is the Catwoman Coop. Is his oldest toy. <laughs> I, just I totally ca- remember this. Catwoman driving in a purple car, oh, like the awful. Michelle Pfeiffer one. Uh, then let's see here. Oh, we've got uh, Walrus Bot has like this just all red sticky Spider-Man that's stuck to walls. Oh wow! And uh, then we've got uh, obviously a douche said I had a Batman mask I would wear all the time, and I would pretend I was Batman. But since I didn't have a deep enough voice, I, I just decided the best thing to do would be just to not talk at all and be as menacing as a four-year-old in their underwear and a Batman mask could be. <laughs> uh, that's adorable. A good one. Uh, let's keep going down here. Uh, Banquas Stepson? Stepson? No, Banquas Stepson. Right, so uh, this is going to sound kind of lame, but the first comic book toy I remember was a Batman Christmas tree ornament that I had when I was about four or five. It was colored blue and gray like a, the comic book Batman at the time. It, I had a blast pretending Batman was swinging around my house until the arm came off and no one bothered to fix it. That sucks. Uh, wow, somebody else... Uh, Hitler me this Batman. <laughs> what? Like Hitler Riddler. Me this Hitler me this Batman. <laughs> uh, he also says his Superman jammy jams. Uh, and then for action figures he had, I almost got one for the set of the first Spider-Man movies and had a figure of the Eric Larson dumbass robot arm. What? I didn't know they made a toy of that one. Where it, uh, Eric Larson drew Spider-Man as a ro- with like a cyborg arm, it was so mm-hmm. silly. Um, let's see here. We've got uh, Jar, wow. who has a Torgo picture. Oh, uh, I had the Batman Forever mug. The first toy I remember owning is the quintessential Bob the Goon figure from Batman '89. <laughs> Hey kids, who's your favorite character from the Batman movie? Is it Bob? I hope it's Bob. Here you go. He had an immediately misplaceable hat and his famous kung fu action kick. Yeah. I have never seen that. I totally remember Bob. That was uh, Jack Nicholson's best friend. Yeah, I had that Bob toy. Did I you did. really? Yeah. 
Uh, Shin says, I was very young. I had a regular gray Batman from the animated series. Me too. I lived in a small New Zealand city, so it was a rare find. This Batman is the most, was my most prized, my most loved possession. Mm -hmm. I left it on a tray at McDonald's and it was lost forever. Now I buy everything I want and and refuse to let anything go. I'll be crying myself Hmm. to sleep tonight. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Jeez, that is that is the pain of a lost toy. It really hurts. Yeah, those Batman mugs. I love those Batman mugs. I, yeah. I drank out of mine for a long time. Though I actually preferred as a beverage dispenser of free McDonald's mugs. Mm-hmm. I preferred my Flintstones one that was a the big mo- horn. Movie? Yeah, from the Flintstones movie, <laughs> a big horn. I never had that one. A <laughs> uh, couple more here. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, okay, let's see. Anti-antagonist. Uh, I can't say it. Uh, remember the shitty Tiger Electronic handhelds? I sure do. I had more than a few of them. The last one being X-Men. Uh, and my favorite was this. It's the Ninja Turtles. Those stupid Tiger toys. Yeah. yeah. I I beat the pinball game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like it. I beat the Home Alone one. Oh, did you? Yeah. What finally happens? Daniel Cern dies. Yeah, yeah, there was just like I put too many things on top of the like you only put you put like three things on top of the door and three things like next to the door. And it was like he stepped on uh, the nails and the uh, Christmas balls and a pink bucket fell on his head and the door burned his hand and it's like the game has glitched because you did too much. Let's see, and one of our uh, last uh, one of the last ones, our old favorite Batman boy, writes in saying. My first thought goes to the Batman Forever series of action figures, specifically the car, Batman, Two-Face, and Batcave sets. For whatever reason, (laughs) even as a kid, I also favored Batman Forever over the others of that series, and I spent a hell of a lot of time recreating scenes from the movie with the toys and making up new stuff for them to do, too. Was that... (laughs) Can, can I read a new username? Sure. Uh, water, Watership Down Syndrome? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, man. Uh, all what right. do you have to say? Uh, oh, sorry. Yes. You should read it. Uh, I'll come at this a slightly different angle. I don't really have a favorite comic book childhood toy. I was a Transformers He-Man kid. But I love Batman and TMNT. Uh, I was just a, I was just past the age I wanted toys. Mm-hmm. But a few years later, I was in high school, aha, and McFarlane toys were getting big. And the series of uh, Spawn figures really got me back into toy collecting. Some of my favorites were the Max, the Mangler, Anime Spawn, and the entire Movie Maniacs lineup toys. Especially their Aliens and Predator, Predator stuff. Yes, that was all cool shit. Weird. All right, so those were our favorite answers last week. This week's question of the week, what is your favorite uh, of a funny book, like intentionally yeah. funny comedic book. My dad Comic bought. Book. My dad recently bought me while I was in the airport from Tallahassee. Flying back, he bought me Mad Magazine's one hundred dumbest things of the century. And you guys, ah, Mad Magazine, and like what? What? No, I liked. I liked Mad Magazine as a kid. Mm-hmm. Not so much now. Yeah, but. I don't like. Man, maybe it was just that issue that you had, but like, mm-hmm. I subscribed to Mad when I was a kid. I started a Mad Afternoon Club for me and my friends. I got published in Mad. Did you only, really? Only um, an uh, a, like a letter. Oh, you did? Yeah, like the end of the year when people would write in their like, here are my like picks for the best 
mm-hmm. TV spoof, best movie spoof, mm-hmm. best this spoof, that best this, best spy versus spy comic. Mm-hmm. Like I literally like spent an entire day because what like I was 13 years mm-hmm. old. What else am I going to do with the day? I'm like. I went through an entire year's worth of Mad Magazines and figured out, like, what my favorite was in each category. Because they still, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but they did it for, like, they did for, like, the three or four years I read it regularly. Mm -hmm. Like, someone would submit their own Mad Magazine awards. And I did that. Wow. And I should also... (laughs) They send you anything? No. They just, they publish my name and, like, a little, like, mini response. (laughs) Um... (laughs) But I also I knew somebody who like uh, oh they had a New York office you yeah, know, yeah so, so yeah so like a, a, like I think my friend aunt, of the family my aunt had a friend who dated somebody who wrote for the magazine <laughs> I and am like, starstruck Dave oh, yeah wow <laughs> um, still know the guy's name Desmond Devlin well so, well so you might what have to delete that is Mad <laughs> your favorites then uh, Mad's way out well it has to be my favorite mm. I, I have a Funny, like one of the little comic resurrections was due to like milk and cheese. Milk and cheese is hilarious. And, like, I love milk. It and was, cheese. dude. It was like advertised that that book was so big in my town. No milk On and radio. cheese with Evan Dorkin or just Dork book was mm-hmm. uh, those could be a lot of fun. I also really enjoyed. Uh, well, I love. I've talked it up a million times on mm-hmm. here, but but uh, She Hulk, the yeah. band slot She Hulk, is a really uh, in particular is a real funny book. As is. His uh, Spider-Man Human Torch I'm With Stupid collection mm-hmm. is really funny. <laughs> and, you know, like like you talked about earlier, Sex Criminals is a really funny book. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, it, and so is uh, Wolverine and the X-Men that Jason yes. Aaron wrote was really funny. Like, much funnier and than Deadpool. I thought it was going to be. Deadpool. Well, of course, Deadpool. Man, Deadpool's both your answers. Like, yeah. No, I do like, uh, I like Brian Posehn's Yeah, the Deadpool new Deadpool lately. is like it's been really specifically good. a funny book. Written by a comedian yeah. who who is not writing it to be like he's not like eh, I'm mm-hmm. going to do six issues I want to do a miniseries like no he's planned out to issue thirty like, I'm committed to this <laughs> sorry why is he doing this <laughs> what's this these are all very good posters <laughs> what <laughs> uh, did you ever hear his joke about having a mattress under his car yeah no. it's one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I just blew the punchline, so I'm not even going to tell. Well, the joke is like people were yelling at him while he was driving, and he was cursing at them, and then he it's realized, like, "Fuck you! I'm not a nerd. You guys are just making fun of me because I'm a nerd." <laughs> oh, you yes. Used to be, you used to be a jock. And I just built stuff. <laughs> Fuck you! They realized they were pointing because I was driving around with a mattress stuck under my car, and then maybe that's been my whole life. I've just had a mattress stuck under me. They're just trying to help. <laughs> uh, I love that joke. Uh, All right, so anyway, yeah. Uh, do you have any other Dave funny books? I'm just glomming off of his Mad Magazine. But yeah. So <laughs> s- share your favorite funny books that you enjoy mm-hmm. in the forums on LaserTimePodcast.com or LaserTimePodcast.com/slash/forums mm-hmm. under comic discussion. You'll see this week's question of the week, and that brings us to the end of this episode. Any plugs, boys? Uh, Laser Time. Yes. That's what it. was this week's episode? <laughs> I don't remember. I am immortal. Oh, I have no next of kin. <laughs> and they were there were a lot of things brought up in the comments that I was like, damn it. Like we forgot yeah. Kenneth Parcell from Thirty Rock. That is true. <laughs> but yeah. he's immortal? Yeah. He he has he not continually aged. makes jokes that he's like seventy or something, and then <laughs> when they flash forward <laughs> in the last scene to 
Liz Lemon's granddaughter mm-hmm. that she that Kenneth is the same age. Yeah. That's I haven't seen the seventh season. Well, I just ruined <laughs> the last yeah, scene for you. you I'm it's very post credits. It's post credits. It's not I'm like, very sorry, Chris. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I, hey, maybe I won't remember. Maybe you're too stoned. Yeah. yeah. Why, man, you've got all this free time now. You should be what? watching. I, if I was you, I'd be watching every season of everything on Netflix. Yeah. I'm trying. But <laughs> no, I, I don't have that kind of free time. Mm-hmm. i got to edit this. Yeah, and I appreciate it. And so, one, several. Yeah. Hey, there was a new cheap podcast one there. Yep. Uh, yeah, we did one for uh, Money in the Bank. And mm. we'll have money, something money, else. Money, money. That was a fun. Money. Well, it was a fun pay-per-view. I wasn't yeah. the episode. You weren't invited. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we'll also, have an, yeah, we'll have another episode before the next pay per view, and you'll be on that cruise. I don't care. Probably. There were some great USA ad copy yeah. ones, Aww. and uh, also there's VG Empire, the video game music uh, podcast. Yes. Did a really we recorded a, a good one that I look forward to listening to, and then there was VG Game Apocalypse, which I actually appeared on this week's or next week's or whenever it comes out, uh, where we talk mm-hmm. about uh, best games of the year so far. Yeah. I didn't know if I wanted to reveal that or not. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. You got yeah. it. Who cares? It's too late now. Yeah, it's too late now. And uh, so that's it for this week. So again, remember forums, uh, the Amazon links, all that stuff to support the site. You already heard about it in the break, but I want to double down on reminding you guys about it. And until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior.